Hi, I'm Lexi. And I'm Hamsata. And I'm Janine. And you're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Radio. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Hello. Today we're talking about traveling. And that's all I'm going to say. We'll just hop straight into it. As you know, we have our lovely co-host here, Janine. Janine, tell the tell the audience where you're at. I am currently in Manchester, United Kingdom, in the abroad. UK? In the United Kingdom, baby. Our UK, babe. Our fine UK, babe. All right. Don't play with it. Favorite UK, babe. Big smile, white teeth, no pimple. Ah! I'm just so happy for her. With a mark on her forehead. It's okay. You're, it's okay. It's blending away. It's not See? Not mm. I know some of you listeners, y'all probably travel a lot, some a little bit. Some of y'all might have been out of the country. Some of y'all might have never left your state. But we're going to give our perspectives on why we feel travel is so important. Maybe some travel tips, talking about our experiences with travel, such things, such things, such things. Is it anything somebody want to start off with? Yes. I would like to start off by saying... How do you guys feel? Up? Well, I wanted to say out, right? I feel like travel to an extent is very much a luxury. And with that being said, when we say travel, it doesn't literally mean you got to go out the continent. You know what I mean? You could literally start by going to a different city within the same state. You can do like, I don't know, going to like places in, within your city that you've never gone to. That is still a travel. I feel like travel has been, you know showcased in a way like you gotta be out here with plane tickets my money going to exotic places but you can still travel within like your area and still have fruitful experiences and meaningful experiences that was beautiful um oh. back out for that yes i agree travel is a luxury i also think it's a necessity of life though and i think there are certain things that are luxuries that can also be categorized as a necessity like like um what else would I? Certain a certain level of self care is a luxury, like mm-hmm. being able to like you know, what's it like? Ha- being able to take all the vitamins you feel is good for your body, like having a good vitamin mix, you know, doing things like getting massages, having the luxury to have the time to give yourself a bath or take days off, and like things like that are luxuries. But to an extent, they're also a necessity. Like you need to prioritize self care. Yes. Yes to some of the stuff you're saying, but no, keep on going. I like what you're saying. Go ahead. Keep on going. Okay, okay, okay. And I say all of this because I don't feel like you can be a fully fledged. Mm, let me not put it that way. That sounds crazy. I don't feel like you can truly fully know yourself. Not that anybody can fully 100% know themselves, but I feel like to even get to a a, a part of really knowing yourself I feel like you can't achieve without putting yourselves in an environment that is completely different or at least different from what you grew up in or what you're used to just because different environments evoke so many different things out of you and speaking from my experience I think sometimes it's as simple as changing school environments like obviously what school you go to like what elementary school you go to in your county like things like that can drastically change 
how you act, who your friends are, how your life goes, stuff like that. And me being able to change schools frequently growing up, me changing states, homes, like things like that, I have developed at my most rapid pace when I first moved to a new area because you're forced to change yourself to a certain extent so that who you are can work in your new environment. And because of that is why I feel like travel is necessary because those different environments are going to provoke different things out of you and put new perspectives onto you. What are you going to say, Msata? I just want to say I definitely agree with your last sentiment because I feel like that was like a long, a long, long, long speech you gave right there. But specifically on like um, moving and stuff, I also have a background of like moving a lot and moving to different towns and cities. And if ever since I was like, and even in high school, I was like, all these environments have shaped me to the person I am. And I've been me being able to see like different groups of people, different types of lifestyles and societies that I got into, like going from like a public versus private school or living like mm -hmm. with in the country outside the country and stuff like that definitely helps shape the person i am today and the experiences i've made and also the way i view the world like it's allowed me to have a better understanding of myself but also of others and other people and circumstances that you know you won't be as like conscious of unless you've been able to see them or experience them if that makes sense so yeah being able to travel like even with just changing schools and stuff at least for me every school i changed to was like in a different um like town or city for the most part so that literally meant like new everything not only like friends but like environment as well oh really say something janine or are you just listening no i'm just listening for now i was gonna say okay. the one other thing that i would say with that too as a contrast is and i know people who have moved before can relate to this where there will be people in an area and they have never been outside that area. For me specifically, I'm talking about when I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, and there's people who whose families have been three, four deep in Knoxville. Nobody's ever lived outside in Knoxville. It is so evident to see how small their mind is when it comes to the world and how things work outside of their bubble. And it's hard to sometimes communicate with those people because they think they understand everything that's going on in the world, but they've never even been two hours away from their home. And it's so hard having conversations with those people thinking that they're always right. And it's not even that you feel you're right. It's the fact that because you've been like, it is a luxury, like you've had the, uh, the luxury of being able to be in different places. It humbled you. So even though you're gaining all this knowledge from being in different environments and getting these different perspectives, because of that, you're also humbled on how different things are in every circumstance and how different perspectives can be. And being able to be like, yes, I don't know everything that's going on, but I know more than this person. But you're talking to a person who's not had as much experience, but they think they know everything that's going on. It's so easy to see in that instance how important it is to immerse yourself in different environments and to travel interesting i would say i never had that like realization for me i think i mean yes i think i have like i just think of it as these people haven't experienced what i've experienced so therefore our 
viewpoints are gonna differ do you know what i mean i never thought of it as like this is why it's so crucial to travel and experience things which is a good point i just never thought about it in that way because at times i thought of me moving as like a handicap because i never got to like experience like full-fledged like long-term friendships for example because mm -hmm. everybody has that and i feel like those were like the little things within like your childhood that you valued more than like the ch constant change of circumstances and yeah i just never thought about it that way but i wanted to also add like you said like when you got into a new environment you like immediately like adapted and changed right just want to make sure that's what you said right or is that not what you meant? Yes, but I feel like it's more of, yes, I wanted to, but also I'm forced to because I can't carry everything I was doing in the last place into my new place kind of thing. I see what you're saying. At least for me, I think I slowly started to change with each environment. And I say that in the sense of, for me, I'm always like, a viewer i'm an observer when i go into something new and so i because my environment constantly changing for like a good amount of years in the beginning i literally like restart i'd go from like i don't know anything i don't want to interact i'm literally just trying to absorb get know know my um environment and then slowly start putting myself into the environment and that was like a habit i made for like so many years i think up until i would say like high school into college where i was just kind of like just go in just be yourself like whatever's gonna come of it's gonna come of it and i will say that transition from like starting to observe to like putting myself into action started to like shrink and i was going into that a little bit more faster the more i moved but i definitely say it was a slow transition for me just because new environments were like honestly scary i just didn't know what to expect i know what type of people i was surrounded by you know these were places that i never foresaw myself being in and also i just didn't know what type of people i'd be interacting with so it definitely taught me a lot especially when i was in the observation phase like i was just literally learning my environment just literally just observing Oh, that's what I had to say. I just want to see Janine want to say. Because she's been, like, listening. I'm, like, I'm curious to know what's turning in her head. <laughs> Don't say that. The reason why I've been so quiet is just because, like, I'm in a different headspace when it comes to traveling than you guys are. I think because I'm actually, like, I've been doing traveling so heavily for the past, like, couple of months that, like, this conversation in my head was going a completely different place. But I definitely understand like what you guys are saying. I will say that being more well-versed with the world has definitely made me a better person. I feel like because I've traveled so much and been around so many different cultures and so many different people, I think that I'm better understanding of people and where they come from versus like somebody being one-sided and not really knowing like what's going on outside of their world. So I definitely do agree with that. But... I guess for me, when it comes to traveling, like, I do think it's a necessity of the world because a necessity for someone just because I just think it makes you a better person. And, like, who doesn't want to be a better person? I just feel like meeting all these people, experiencing all these new cultures, like, it is just an amazing thing to experience and to have. I will say it's a luxury. It definitely is a luxury because traveling is expensive unless you live in Europe, which is what I want to talk about. If you're traveling within oh Europe... Let me tell y'all something. It is so freaking cheap. Like, all my friends that I have now at my school abroad, they're always like, oh, yeah, I went to Paris. I went to Mauritius. I went to freaking wherever in Europe. I went to Denmark. I went to Poland. I'll be like, how y'all going all these places? It is so stinking cheap 
to travel in Europe. Like, a ticket right now to Paris is $35. That is insane. Like, I'm going to Paris for $35. I'm literally going to Spain in two days, and it, my ticket was 71 Like, that is insane. It is so cheap to travel in Europe. If you're studying abroad in, your, in Europe and you want to travel, get on the train. Like, just go. You could take the Eurostar. You could take the plane. Like, $35. Right now, I'm pretty sure it's 26 to go to Denmark. So, come on now. If you're in Europe and you want to travel, that go ahead and experience. That sounds so beautiful. No, it is so good. Like, I've my goal, I, I'm going to go to Paris. I've been to Italy. I've been to Canada. I'm going to Spain in two days. I want to go to Paris before I leave. And then I'm also going to go to Scotland before I go. Like, it's just so cheap. Like, you just, you have to travel. You have to experience these cultures. Like, they're right there. A question I have is, what kind of sparked the, like, want to travel within you guys? Like, what made you be like, yeah, I definitely, like, I want to travel. I need to travel. Like, what sparked that within y'all? I think this is a great question because it mixes into another big point. And I think this point applies to us more of why we see travel as an important thing. Uh We are a group of immigrants and children of immigrants. And I think that also plays into the role of why I think it's a necessity because to a certain level for me, it is. I can't meet, I can't see my family without traveling out of the country. like that's the only way I'm gonna see you know what I mean and I understand that that's not how it is for everybody especially a lot of people like in America like a lot of them their families here I feel like once you get outside the America people see travel more as a regular thing and see it more as less of a luxury more of like a common thing to do within their life And even though it's expensive, it's kind of built into your life, just like how you build into your budget, like food and stuff. It's kind of built into your budget that I'm going to be traveling at some point because like my dad, his family is not like they were rich or anything, but all of him and his siblings all got to travel. They never got to travel all together at once because that's a lot because he's one of five, but all of them got to travel at some point. And, like, same with my mom. Like, my mom grew up traveling. My mom's been to a lot of different countries. Like, that's normal for them. And then they kind of implemented that into me, that travel, to an extent, is normal. Experiencing different things is normal. So I feel like the inspiration, I don't know. I've always been somebody who has traveled. Not like I've been to a billion and one places. Like, I haven't been to as many places as Janine. But I've been to enough places to where like, uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm don't used, do that. I'm used You're to worldwide, low key. <laughs> right. Like I'm used to traveling. But also because I'm somebody who is so big and I see as one of the fundamental purposes of having this physical experience on earth is to experience people and to experience things. I feel like how are you gonna do that without travel? So that's where my, one of my inspos of travel is. And I just love people. Like a lot of people, even though they have friends and stuff, a lot of people out here, they're like, I don't like people. And I can understand that. People be trifling. I understand that. Me, I love individuals. I don't like society as a whole. I think it's trash. I think it's nasty. When it comes to the world, to be quite realistic, I'm kind of a pessimist. I don't think we're going to get much better. That being said, I'm still going to try my hardest to make whoever experiences me have a better life 
Mm. And because of that, I want to experience other people too. And I love hearing people's personal stories. I love seeing how different somebody's experience can be, but we can still come to the same emotions and stuff like that. And I think that's beautiful. And then also to an older point that one of y'all made with the, oh, both y'all might've made it how like it gives more perspective and you feel more worldly and like more aware of what's going on. Yeah, I feel like from my personal experience, I, even when I was in Tennessee around a lot of people who like, they've just been there their whole lives. I attracted a lot of immigrants and children of immigrants into my friend group and like my main friends the main people I hung out with and like multicultural people in general and I think it's because even though me and that other person haven't traveled to the same countries just the fact that we have both traveled and being able to experience different cultures gives us a similar mindset like I feel like travel it doesn't have to be the same place you still get there's still certain mindsets that you gain from just traveling in general that connects us as people whether we experience the same cultures or not i can tell you're very passionate Mm -hmm. i think something just brought up into my mind from your last point is that um well not i think i know um (laughs) is that i also feel like it's just the commonality of somebody experiencing something that you experience like not with even the spectrum of travel but just like similarity when you want to attract people who have similarities within you so just knowing that somebody like you guys both having immigrant backgrounds and being able to experience your home countries and stuff that alone is like you know something that brought you guys together and just because we're talking about the context of travel that makes sense but i was just saying like even just the similarities you guys have in general you know brought you guys together I want to point that out. But two, a question. That's a great point. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And then two, a question that I came up with with your um, perspective is, why do we think the U.S. doesn't prioritize, like, traveling? Why is it that, like, a lot of uh, outside countries, like, travel is just, like, a thing that's normalized versus the U.S. It's kind of just seen, like, it's not, like, an everyday thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I get, like... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Is it Janice? Got to answer the first question. Oh. Oh, oh I thought we were doing like a. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the first question? Um. Go ahead. It's the first question. Microwave. Wait, what? Never mind. Keep going. Just go. Just go. Oh, I heard microwave. I said what? No, I heard microwave. Too. Really? I said go ahead and answer the first question. Mine can wait. Oh, sorry. I heard Mark. Sorry. Oh, okay. I can do it really quick. It's honestly the same as Lexi. Like, traveling has just always been embedded in me. Like, we we went to Paris when I was young. We went to the UK. We went to America. Like, we have been doing this since I was young. So it really is just kind of a part of like who I am and like what I do. I just could not see myself without traveling and experiencing other people's cultures. And also, I'm an international studies major. Like, I'm fascinated with people. Like, the whole intersection between my degree, like as a between my degree as an IS major and a comm major is that I'm fascinated by stories and I love international and global stories and I want to be able to tell those stories. So in order to do that, I need to be around the world. I need to be Mrs. Worldwide. So okay. I love traveling. Like I want to, like I I have an idea of like literally, a not a documentary, but like a short film that I want to work on and it's literally based around traveling. Like I just, I love hearing stories and I could not, I could not be the person I am today without my love of talking to people people around the world and literally listening to what they have and just turning that into stories that are digestible for everyday people 
my thing um, with Hamsana's question was, I was going to define traveling. Because I feel like when we say traveling, like when, like when you say traveling in Europe, most people are going to think out of the country. But I feel like when you say traveling in America, I feel like most people are going to think like within the country. Yeah. Just like define what you mean by traveling. Like out of country, out of state. Um, honestly, I would mean it in the context of how it's viewed within the u.s like our context i would say right and like a broader broader spectrum as in just travel does that make sense i feel like that's i don't know so out of state out of country yeah i just feel like when you bring up travel in a conversation just somebody like the way it would be perceived first on like you know what i mean and i think that perspective is usually just like going out of country usually but even out of state, it's not even prioritized. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I have family here. That's why I went there. It's not like, oh, I'm going here just to visit and experience. So I just mean like travel in its essence of just like going out to experience things, you know, just for experiencing. I feel like for a lot of people, the vacations they take with their family, I don't count that as travel. Like, how do I put this? It's mm, kind of, okay, this is the best example I can think of. This is not the best example, period. But when people are like, oh my gosh, I went to Jamaica for da-da-da-da-da. It's like, you stayed in the resorts. You might have had some of the food. You're going to hear some of the music. Cool, cool, cool. The way that Jamaica is for tourists is not how Jamaica is. I feel like, and I'm not saying you have to experience the full-on authentic like authenticity of a place to consider it travel but just going to like a lot of people here they might go to the beach and resort for a vacation and not that you can't have a great experience on vacation but if you're not doing anything on that vacation that you couldn't do at any other beach result I don't or resort I don't count that as travel if that makes sense like if you're gonna go to what's the if you're gonna go to Myrtle Beach and you're about to go to the resort and just go to the beach and go to, like, one restaurant. You could do that in Florida and have the exact same experience and, like, not see the difference, if that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. Like, the moment you started, I was like, I already know where you're going with this. Yeah. Maybe because we've had this conversation before, but it makes Possibly. sense. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like instances like that, not travel. You go to something like the Grand Canyons, you can only go to the Grand Canyons. The Grand Canyons is the Grand Canyons. You can't get that anywhere else. Like, so then it's like, okay, you traveled somewhere. Yeah. And I think it just goes back to like traveling for like the experience rather than like travel just to like an escape. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like resorts and stuff are just like an escape thing. You kind of live within a fantasy and within something that you kind of build up in your mind versus if you're traveling for experience you're probably going to be in like the hometowns experiencing locals cultures like random unique eccentric yeah. events of that place so like yeah. you're actually ingesting something when yeah. you travel versus them. just ex like having things happen because mm -hmm. that also helps you build knowledge and experience of like that place's culture diverse groups of people and stuff like that that like actually adds to your you know your database rather than like i've been here oh what did you do there oh i just relaxed you know chilled like that's not really adding to you or your experiences you know it helps you relax and enjoy yourself but it's not really you know does that answer your question 
It was Janine's question, right? No, it was yeah, yours. Oh, it was okay. my question? Yeah, you was asking was us, like, what did, you asked me, like, what did I mean by travel from the question I asked? So we were out here oh. explaining what we meant by travel. <laughs> no, I thought we're back to him, so I was just like, okay, cool. This is cool. Like, Lexi was just helping me build up that point, you know? Because she understood what I meant, but, like, you low-key still look confused. And then we were just, like, building, building, oh, building. Oh, no, I'm not confused. I'm just looking at y'all, like... I'm actually, I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking about something else. I'm not even gonna cap. I was thinking about something else. Nah, you good. You know we all done out. As long as you like, because as long as your question got answered, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Now you ready to answer the question? Oh, why do we think the U.S. doesn't prioritize traveling? Also, side note, I never answered the first question I asked. I don't know if it's supposed to do that or not. Do you want, I mean, you can. You can. Honestly, do right now because I don't have an answer to your question. I got an answer to your question, but I'm going to remember it because I have a lot to, I. Okay. I okay. <laughs> what was the question I asked before this? Oh one? my God. <laughs> You're done. I don't even remember traveling. What inspires you to want to travel? Oh, what inspired? Truthfully, it's like a mix of things. Like one, I always thought when I was younger, I would always travel to one Mecca because my mom always talked about Islam and how that's like every Muslim stream, like you have to go there and stuff. So that was like one place I was like, I have to travel to, you know, that was like a religious thing. Two, I always want to travel just to like visit family because in the US, like you said, I have to like leave the country to be able to like see and experience my family so that was super important although i did have like family here it was like they're out of state one and even the family we had within the community we weren't like direct blood relatives we were more so like from the same country we seemed like a similar culture something like that but it wasn't like this is my cousin you know what i mean like i do have cousins but like Again, they're out of state. And that's like the only kind of outside thing. But like my, you know, the rest of them. I just really wanted to experience that. Especially because people be like, oh yeah, my grandma did me this. Like, I'm like, damn, I can't experience my grandma because she's outside the country. Like, people have beautiful stories about them and their family. And I just really wanted to experience that for me and myself, you know. But then also, I feel like talking to like Lexi about travel, she helps me broaden like my understanding of like travel just to travel to experience so like that was like the third mix of just like that also made me feel like wow like travel is much more than just like connecting and going and i did realize that but i didn't really i guess understand its essence and its importance until like we had those conversations i was like yeah like travel is just so important like i realized it but you know until you like have a conversation about something or you have a time to really like think about it you're like whoa like i definitely had like interest in traveling just to experience things but it was never like a yeah i need to or it's really important it was just like more of a want and i just wanted to experience these things just because it was something of my interest and i enjoyed doing it if that made sense yeah that's my response you have an answer for her other question yet or you want me to go you need Oh, you can go. Okay. There's a few reasons. Okay. I think they all mesh together. Okay. We ready? We ready? I wish we had a hot take segment. This would be a hot take. Okay. Yes. Because I have, I have a feeling. <laughs> it's because the U.S. is self-centered. And it begins with the It begins with the world map. The United States is not that big. If you get an accurately, like a geographic accurate map, the way they make North America huge 
compared to how big it actually is in comparison to other countries. Like they make Africa look so small on a world map compared to the actual size of it. Same with like parts of Asia and stuff like that, like an actual map in comparison to, and that that plays into a lot of things. That plays into a lot of education system things. It plays into a lot of the overhype on the American pride. That's, we're gonna push that to the side. That's just a little thing that began me mad. And also because America is seen as this world melting pot, I think people feel like they can authentically experience cultures while staying in America. Because it's like, is that a is that a yes or is that no? A, I was gonna be like Chinatown in your local neighborhood is not actually China, but let's let's keep it. Pushing. Yeah, no, literally, I, that's I was, real. Also, why is there a Chinatown like every city? No, for it's because no, like listen, every listen, major because, city got a little Chinatown for sure. It's because all the immigrants we like to be in one place and we like to make our own thing, but still. Just because you went to Chinatown and you tried some whatever you tried does not mean you wasn't China. You experienced Chinese culture, but moving on. Wait, people actually yeah. think that? Yes. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Exactly. But it's like, yes, you can... Things like that is really good for people who don't have the luxury to get out of the country because you're going to experience the culture to a certain extent. Like, okay, cool. You can hear the language. You can see some of the food. You can da-da-da-da. It's not going to be the same as actually traveling to that country or area or region. Blase, blase, blase. Also, because, like Janine said, traveling in Europe is cheap. Part of that is because the countries are right next to each other. They're literally drivable distance from each other. You can take a long drive and experience a completely different culture. You don't have that with the United States. You what? can do that if you know if you're more like closer to Mexico or closer to Canada. Those are the only places you're going to be able to drive and experience like a completely different, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. Versus when you're in some place like Europe or even Asia, like Central Asia, it's a lot easier to travel between continent or not continents, between countries and things like that. And then also just being raised with the, a lot of people come to America to settle down and be done. So I think maybe like, let's go a few generations back where like there was more immigrants still coming in, especially like white immigrants still coming in when they're coming in they're coming to America to be like this is where the rest of my family lineage is going to die and then that gets passed down to the sense of like they're like we came to America to stay we came to America to stay so that thought process of even traveling doesn't cross their minds and that's not just with like the white Americans that's with other Americans too like I had a friend he goes to one of the colleges out here and before like he told me before oh, he met yeah. me huh Where's out here in North Carolina? Yeah, like he goes to like one of the colleges, like, uh, like near oh, NC State. NC State. Okay, I just didn't know what right here meant. Like, no, I didn't know if we still met like the U.S. right here. I'm like, that's too uh, broad. That's, that's <laughs> but like, we were having conversation, and he was like, "Before I talked to you, I never even thought that me traveling outside the country was a possibility, and it wasn't because." he felt he was restricted and couldn't make it. It's just the idea literally never even crossed his mind. Like there's so many people in America where the idea of traveling out of the country has never even crossed their minds for them to think about it or not, which is a crazy thing to think about. 
like me, I didn't realize people didn't have passports until like my high school, like until I got to high school. I thought everybody had a passport just because I'm all my life I've had a passport. All my life my whole family's had a passport. But that also comes with, you know, having international family and stuff like that. But those are some of the points I feel like it's not pushed of travel, travel, travel. And then also because we live in a hustle culture, people feel like they don't have the time to travel. And the way that travel is presented, like you said, like this very luxurious, high-end, da-da-da-da-da, there is ways to travel for cheap. There's a lot of people who will take their family trips, like, within the U.S. to go somewhere, and they could realistically use that same amount of money and travel out the country. They just don't really think about the logistics of it. I said, I mean, it's hard to travel for cheap. I'm not going to lie. Like, you're going to have to do some extra work to travel to cheap. Yes, but people also amp it up because there's a lot of countries you can go to where things are a lot cheaper once you get there it's like yes the plane tickets are expensive but then you're going to make that money back by only having to pay five dollars for a meal versus 45 dollars but the thing is that no i get what you're saying but i feel like also like with the places that you're going to either they're not as common which is why it's so like cheap for for tourists to come or they're not as nice of places and people don't want to go there. I feel like when people think of travel, like they, like Hamsada was saying, like they want that luxurious, like they want to feel like they're in the best place ever. Who wants to go traveling and then wants to be in the local in the indigenous? Hostel. Do you see what I'm saying? Like who want to be in a hostel? Like, let's be so like, they would not want to be in a hostel. Yes. Like I feel like most people don't want to be in a hostel, but I mean, it. that's true. But there's still some countries like Greece, you can find it. Like, if you go on Airbnb and you look how cheap it is to stay in Greece, it's cheaper to stay in Greece than it is to get an Airbnb in the U.S. Yeah, and the food there is in Greece. Yeah, but it's like, that's what I'm saying. Depending on how long you're staying, you make that money back by the fact that the place is cheaper and the food's cheaper and the experiences are cheaper. Which is true. And obviously, that's not with every circumstance, but, like, personally, me... I would rather take one big trip out the country than take two or three trips within the U.S. for the most part. But those are some of my hot takes. I There's a bunch of other reasons I feel like it's not pushed. But, yeah. Also, people aren't connected. A lot of people in, who are who identify fully as American and American lineage, like, if somebody identifies as American lineage, they don't really know where their family's from. And they don't have any connections at all outside of the U.S. or sometimes even outside of the area they're in. So there's no extra push to experience anything else because they don't see it as a part of them. Yeah. And also, like, let's be honest, like, traveling is scary. Like, it really is scary to be in a different country by yourself. Like, you have no idea what could happen. You have, like, and plus, people take advantage of stores, of tourists in different countries, like, it's just oh, a, yeah, it's an overall video. experience. They will hike up the price. Oh, you ever see those TikToks of like where immigrant families are going into like their cultural stores and they'd be like, your mom's like, don't speak any English because the person will give you like a cheaper price if they think like, yeah, you're just regular, like, you know, immigrants that come in to shop mm -hmm. in the US. But as soon as they know you like you American, they're going to hike up that price up. And I was like, these are funny, but they're very true. Again, like, people yeah. will take advantage of you. So the U.S. stereotypes countries very poorly. And they make oh, some countries be more dangerous than they are. Mm. And, like, yes, those dangers that they say might be real, but it's, like, 
like how it is in the U.S. It's just certain areas. And what Americans also don't realize a lot of times is how nasty America seems to the outside country. Like, yes, a lot of people want to come here. It's because they want to take advantage of the opportunities that a lot of countries don't have. But they don't think America's this nice, beautiful place to live. Like, they think it's scary. They think it's da-da-da-da-da. Like, my mom's friends in Canada even think it's crazy sometimes that my mom's still in the U.S. Just Because if you just hear about all this stuff on the news and you don't know anything and you've never been in America, America sounds nasty. It sounds horrid. It sounds like everyone's being shot constantly. Like, tune into the news no more. I'm not going to lie to you. Me and that news, we don't know each other. You see what I'm saying? Within, I think it was within either, no, it was the past week. I think three different people were shot because they came, like, to the wrong to the wrong house. Just hearing that, yeah. There was another one that I saw. And I'm just like, imagine being abroad and hearing that. And then the school shootings and then the incarceration rate. It's just like, dang, we're really be going to America. And people don't just have that perspective of, like, yeah, you see how bad your country is doing stuff. But, like, cool, you might still enjoy America and stuff like that. You can do that with other countries. Like, there's a lot of stigmas on other countries that I've been able to break just because I'll actually sit down and have a conversation with people who have been there or who, like, live in those regions or live in that country. Very and then my fears are settled. Like, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> but see, that's because we're, like, very open-minded people. Yeah. I feel like because it's been in our culture or just in our way of lives to travel, I feel like we're, we have more of an open perspective to it. And we're more, accept- let's be so honest, y'all, not even to toot our own horn, but we are way more accepting of people. And it literally, I feel like it has to do with the fact that we've been all over the world. So if we talk to someone who was in a different country and they're saying this and they're saying that, like, we're going to be like, oh, okay, okay, we know. Like, we're the ones that go on YouTube and watch the travel vlogs. Let's be so full right now. I feel like most people, they do not do that. I feel like they they probably don't care to do that. And I know this because I've spoken to enough people at this point. Not to like generalize and say that's how everyone is, but I feel like a lot of people are closed-minded about what is outside of America. And I just feel like they don't want to explore that. Like if you hear, my prime example is people traveling to the continent of Africa. Don't get mad at me now. This is a hot take. I understand that you want to experience your culture. I and this is mostly for African from African Americans. I understand that you want to connect back to your roots. I understand that you want to do all these different things. But I hate when I go online and I see multiple videos from African Americans talking about when I went to Africa it was not what I expected. It's not that clean. It's not this, it's not that. People have a fetishization with traveling to Africa and it needs to be like you get rid of that. Your expectations of what you have in your country and think that when you come to another country, you're going to have a similar experience where it comes to sanitization or what you see online and thinking that's going to be your experience. Honey, you are fooling yourself. Don't ever look at what you see online and be like, that's exactly how mine is going to be. No. No, go do your research, go look into things, especially as a black traveler. Don't ever go to a foreign country and just look up, oh, traveling to this country. You need to add traveling as a black woman, traveling as a black man, because your experience as a black person will be completely different than other people. Especially as a black woman, too, like being more like because there are some countries, there's some European and like European little what's the what's the what country am i thinking of like turkey i've heard turkey's amazing for black women to travel to i've heard travelers 
Huh? Solo travelers, like solo black women. Yeah, like even like solo, solo or just like pairs, like black women being like, I was getting constant free stuff. People were constantly giving me things. I didn't have to pay for this. I didn't have to pay for that because part of it is because like fetishization of black women. But like mm-hmm. when it comes to travel, that is that's good for you. That's good for you in the sense of like things go smoother for you. Like because people see you as this like beautiful object, which like okay, objectification. Nah, nah, nah. You're getting free stuff. You're getting treated nice. You're getting, you know what I mean? Same with like, I've heard mixed things about this, but generally I've heard like, like Spanish men and Italian men like black women. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would never. Yeah. They love them some black women. Yeah. Oh, so like oh. things like that. But obviously that's specific to black women. Not necessarily. I don't know how it is for black men because I only hear these things for black women. You know what I mean? So like it is specific to put in your intersectionalities of what you identify as and what you present as when you're trying to look for things to travel and also doing that research and being accepting of the research because I can't remember what country is it. I don't know. I can't remember if it's, I can't remember, but there's some country where like you're not supposed to eat the ice because it's very likely for somebody who has like an American digestive tract for you to get sick. And you're supposed to take all your drinks with no ice. It's some tropical place. It's not in the Caribbean though. It might be Bali, but I don't want to say that because it might not be Bali. But it's something like that where you're not supposed to have the ice just because our stomachs are not used to like whatever the chemicals or the parasites or the way it's filtered, something, something, something like that. Hmm. So it's good to do like stuff like that, especially when you go into like tropical places to do research on certain like foods and stuff like that. Because I know a lot of foods from other countries can make specifically people from america or first world countries sick just because your bodies aren't used to it and also like when you travel i feel like people like don't take into account that like for example like you might get food poisoning it's a different country like it's a whole different culture the whole different type of cooking food whatever things are gonna happen i feel like people take that and then generalize it of oh my gosh i went to this country and i got food poisoned like their food is not good this and this and that and i just feel like whenever you go abroad you need to take into consideration that your individual experience does not represent what the entire country is like you had one experience there are so many other experiences and there's so many other things in that country that you could have experienced that you possibly might not have experienced mm-hmm. i like the hair tech at the end per you tell what? me what <laughs> That's you like tucked your hair right there and you said experience and then tucked your hair. Per. Well, for me, I wanted to back up some points we made earlier in the back. It's a little back backtrack, but it's okay. One, I want to emphasize the point that traveling for relaxation isn't bad. I feel like we kind of made it seem like, no, you shouldn't travel to a resort and just have your little good time. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're saying at all. I just want to emphasize that point. Like, you could definitely go, you know, have your resort. I'm literally, no, I'm literally going to Spain for three days. Well, okay, technically only for one full day. I'm literally just going to be on the beach in the resort. Like, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Maybe the town may be, but I'm going for the beach in the sun. Let's be so for real right now. 
no yeah i just wanted to emphasize that because i feel like listening to our episode you might be like whoa so you could never just travel to relax no more like i gotta be out here deep in the like you know in the city i'm here learning things like nah y'all could definitely like you know travel for relaxation but like it's a balance you know make sure you prioritize both do a little bit of whatever i mean you could have an imbalance to whatever your preference is but just going out to experience things to some capacity or to some extent it's just a really valuable experience that you can't really get without actually doing it you know what i mean so that's why we're just emphasizing how important and crucial it is and then two it was a response you made a long time ago to the question of like why do you think the u.s doesn't prioritize traveling i was like you made such a good response i feel like it was very detailed and like i feel like i got a whole essay packet low-key it was just like you were sitting <laughs> on this one but with that one i was gonna say i agree i feel like people people in the u.s specifically like um they don't think about travel because i feel like they're so focused on like building themselves up within the country that going somewhere past that it's just something that they never think of and that was going to be my response of like i feel like the way the u.s is built also like you said like we feel like we're the only ones in the world like we're the best and whatever that you shouldn't go out and experience anything else because everything is already here and like you said the melting pot thing like some people are literally trying to like you know escape poverty or try to do better for their family and stuff like that so like the last thing on their mind is literally trying to if they even make it you know past that to even go out the country or like go out to travel even to like a nearby city because they're like i need to build up my own city or people always just like i think we're still kind of in the building process you know what i mean and so because of that people don't really see it as like a, i need to go out and experience other things i need to stay here and just like build my home and try to like you know finish it up which kind of limits what you can experience and like what they think they can do with traveling wise Mm. that was my response to the question looping it into like a point you emphasized but yeah <gasps> so i just i just remember my point what, what i was dozing off about because we were talking about in my class like i give okay i give a prime example to explain it so i think it was was it brazil when they had the world cup was it brazil rio de Janeiro? huh you talking about the most, the most recent? recent one? Most recent. No, it wasn't one. the most recent one. I think Brazil. What Rio de Janeiro is in Brazil, right? I'm not the one to answer that question. The way we all talk about being well traveled, talk about. <laughs> no, it is in Brazil. Miss Worldwide. Go. So when people came to Brazil, um, for the World Cup, like to kind of experience the culture, and I told you the World Cup. What ended up happening was that, like, within those tourism countries, because, um, within Brazil, because the government knew that people were going to come and they were going to make mad money off of this one activity, they actually secluded and cut off, like, neighborhoods within, um, Brazil that were, like, that they wanted the World Cup to take place at. And it actually caused poverty rates within those communities to, de to increase. And then it also caused, um, people to be misplaced because they literally were pushing them out of housing and it kind of just made me think that like sometimes like when you travel to countries like we had discussion in my class talking about like how like you kind of are contributing to I guess like I don't, I don't know how to explain it like oh, like I know exactly what you're talking about just wanna, you, you know, know what I'm saying fantastic point like I don't know how to explain it that's how I feel with Barbados like I still I haven't had the 
the opportunity yet to live there because that's where my family's from. I haven't had the opportunity to live there, but I've visited there more times than I can count. And I can see even the difference in the beaches just because of tourism, of it making the beaches dirty, of there being more resorts and stuff along the beaches, less private beaches, things like that. And sometimes when tourism is one of the main, um, not monetary, but like economic um, driving forces, I guess, for a country, because it's one of the main things putting money into the country, it sometimes means that they decide it's worth destroying or breaking down other aspects of their country, like certain communities or like having to give up certain things that are fundamental to who they are as people or who they are as a community. Just for the fact of like these countries need money. So they're like, I'm going to play what's going to be best for my hand which is tourism yeah like my like a prime example i feel like we all know this like everybody wants to go to hawaii like yeah that's the one i was gonna bring up yeah i was gonna bring up that one but go ahead no yeah (laughs) that's the one i was thinking about lexi was talking like with like hawaii like a lot of residents have like stopped and like like have literally pleaded with people to stop visiting hawaii because like the tourism is just so negative for the local community and it's literally not sustainable because if you think about like Think about how many people visit these tourist-heavy countries, how much money they make, how much trash you leave behind. Like, come on now. (laughs) The beaches ain't crystal clear no more because too many of y'all is going. (laughs) Not saying that you shouldn't travel, but I just feel like be aware of where you're going and be aware of your environmental impact on that country. Yeah, and being where there's other places too, like there's like definitely hot spots, and I feel like especially when it comes for islands, it sucks because there's only so much money you can make within your own community just because you're not going to be able to have a certain number of people just because of you don't have space. Like you're an island, you don't have space, and tourist tourism for a lot of islands is a big contributing factor but but also because it's so small the impacts that it makes even though it's like oh we're just gonna put up three more resorts that makes such a big difference if you're looking at percentages of the island you know what I mean that's it's also like with people picking where they go but I think that's why it's more important for people to take like true traveling into consideration and like how you said not glamorize everything because a lot of times that's what hurts these places is because they have to keep up with this glamorized facade and then it breaks down the actual locals local environments and to add to that point the video i watched it was on youtube short specifically which is like a hard platform to save videos on because they don't think they have a save option but it was so Mm -hmm. informational because this lady was talking about i think her spouse is a native like hawaiian right and she was talking about like how like tourism and stuff really ruins it because like the local shops can't even open for full hours because they have to leave that area because they were kind of like being taken out because of like all the tourist attractions they were building and so the travel distance from like there to like their stores is far mm-hmm. so they can't open for as long and stuff and then tourists are starting to get mad because they're like oh i want to go here to get like my little items or whatever but the store's closed or it's like late less hours and it's not like available when they want it and stuff like that so let's just say like yeah it's also helping their economy but also like the people that actually help 
build those attractions outside of like the actual staying and resort are also getting displaced and kind of ruins that aspect of it as well also as one fear this is one negative i would say i have about traveling oh okay negatives um and it's a fear i have that it'll completely erase certain cultures yeah oh yeah for sure and traditions and stuff like that because because there's so much travel it's nice to intermingle things it's nice to be able to take things into your own communities and stuff like that but then you lose some of that distinctiveness between cultures and I think like cultures are such a sacred thing too and they're so beautiful and even though it's nice to blend things together you blend too much and you have mush you know what I mean not to say that cultures are going to turn into mush but you won't have certain distinctive things you're going to lose a lot of traditions and like a certain level of authenticity and like history too that's just going to be forever lost and eventually it'll get to a point where people completely can't experience certain cultures at all because they're either too heavily blended or they're just gone because of the excessive travel or excessive tourists or like excessive moving but again on that same end I personally if I were to recommend something to people it would be to live out of your country for at least anywhere minimum nine nine months to a year and a half not a year and a half being max but like that whole section being that's like the minimum range yeah but if you do that it's to immerse yourself not to change what's going on around you but I don't know I just feel like I've just heard little things here and there over the years of like, I can just see the direction of like cultures just being like erased because we're all so connected because travel from a basic standpoint, not money and like being able to pay, but from a basic standpoint is easier than it used to be. Like you can catch a train, you can catch a boat, you can drive versus before there was a lot more going into traveling. So everybody was more distinctive on what was going on in their parts and their communities no I definitely agree like the first thing that came to mind was like Chinese food I feel like authentic I feel like if you ask like most people like what is like authentic Chinese food I feel like people can't really like tell you much I feel like (laughs) I feel like there's like especially like within America there's like Chinese like Chinese food has become so Americanized like it's so hard now not so hard because you can go find it it's just not common that's what it is i feel like chinese food is not what we actually think chinese food is the authentic version isn't as popularized yeah it's the americanized one like you want to go to panda express even though that's not chinese but um that's no shade to the people go to panda express i was gonna say and also on that i think like when like when you were talking the reason like i was making a face was just because like i see like travel is like like it does make cultures more machine like it's hard to preserve cultures because my language is a dying language because so many of us have literally gone out of the country and I don't even know like I'm not fluent in my own language and I probably would have been if I had stayed in my own country but um what was my point what language do you speak oh Yoruba I was gonna have oh I think maybe because I'm an IS major I also see traveling as a way to like preserve cultures I feel like, like, for example, 
when other people like documentaries are a prime example when you go to other countries and you kind of like document like what's going on like i have literally have footage from italy of like what it would look like what it looks like when the sea levels aren't high and like for like to me like that's kind of like a mini documentary like i can look back in years i can show other people and kind of show what italy looked like before you know it was completely submerged what venice looked like before it was completely submerged so i kind of see it as a way of like preserving cultures especially since I want to do like a travel documentary type mini film thing. Mm -hmm. But I definitely also see like how it definitely causes a mush. Globalization. Globalization has its pros and its cons. Right now it's kind of a little yeah. too hard, but it has its pros and its cons. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play devil's advocate on this, right? And say, what if we view it as the culture... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like evolving? It's, evolving? Yes, yes, yes. So like, if you think about it, any culture, it's it's evolved throughout the years, you know? And some people relate to like the, I don't know, most recent version as the most authentic version. But really, if we want to dig back and back and back, it probably really isn't. And I do understand there is an extent where it's like, okay, the culture is completely erased and it being evolved and developed into a new way. So I was just saying that to say, like, what do we think about it being able to develop with like new innovations and it becoming like a fusion of a new culture demographic and a new way to experience a culture than in the past? You know, oh, actually, no, you go. Okay, my answer's short. I'm going to be frank. That's something I don't have an answer for. And it's something I've thought about before. But I don't have the answer, partially because I won't let myself think about it, because I know realistically I'll die before it gets to the point where I see it to the extent that I'm fearful of. Oh, but valid. Right. <laughs> I think it's true. Like things are going to evolve. And I understand not every tradition can be held because, first of all, not every tradition is necessarily good for the community. Not every tradition is going to be good for the time period. Um, not every tradition is going to be the most productive thing to do to keep everybody alive or blase, blase. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I know that that's a line that I don't think I'll ever be able to distinguish. And because of that, I'm afraid to approach the topic in my mind as a whole. Very valid. I was going to say um, evolution is good. I definitely think evolution is good, but certain things should not evolve. Like, for example, when I think of I think of my I'm speaking from my culture. When I think of my culture and I think of language, certain words can be added like, for example, we don't have certain words for certain things in, like that they have in English. Like, I'm pretty sure period in the way that it's used, there is no word for that direct translation with like the take into consideration, like the hand movements and gestures like that. But the actual language should not evolve. It should not mix with another language to become something a bit more, I guess, easier for people to understand or easier to spread. Things like that should not change. Language for me, in my opinion, you can add new words, you can you can do things like that, but changing the foundation of it, that should never happen. But things like when I think of Nigeria, I think of like it's usually more of like a patriarchal society, like things like that. Okay, that should change because why are we trying to control women? But certain things should not change. There's just no need. I know the whole like we're all about evolving and globalizing, but certain things in a culture do not need to change, and that's just the truth. I would love for us to revisit that conversation and have on a linguistics major with us or someone in linguistics. That being said, um, we're we're done for real. 
we just hit the hour mark kind of ish what was i gonna say i love our past two conversations I think they've been very insightful. Yeah, I love them, yeah, love them. yeah. We we got we got good stuff flowing in these conversations. One, I was like, I was asking questions. I don't know what questions you have for this episode. No, I, I, I saw that. So I said, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, Her. but there were genuine questions that I needed to get into. Oh, I'm done. That's funny. You take it away. You take it away. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just had genuine questions. I was like curious. I was like, these sparked little questions inside of me. I was like, I need to know your perspectives on these. Now, to the linguistics thing that you were saying earlier, Janine, what was my thought about it? I was like, yeah, you bring up a good point about like language should be preserved but i feel like right now at least i'm not saying it's good or bad just an observation i feel like languages are already starting to become like the americanized version of like said culture's language and i don't think it was for the sense of it being like easier or anything and i know you weren't trying to correlate it to that but i was just saying like sometimes languages evolve in the sense of like the environment you're in and the cultures that you're fusing together like for us like my language would be like zerma english like i would literally speak my language with like english in between it type of thing like you know how people are like spanglish, oh, like spanglish? yeah and stuff oh see like but that. like that's fine oh okay and then i was about to say that's like, not what i mean i, I literally I mean, mean like the it. foundational wait sorry i'm sorry i can't hear you what you saying oh i was I said I didn't really know what you meant by it, but I was giving like those as examples. I was gonna also say like some people like have like not the most sharpest like accents or whatever because they have like an American accent. So you know when accents fuse, like you can't always say words to the proper diction as you would if you were like born and raised within the country that the language originated from. So I was like those type of cultural like you know diversions and evolutions are gonna occur but then I just didn't know if those were things that you were like opposing of or like I didn't know what direction so I just want to bring those up as like no that was not what I meant like when I say like evolution of language first I feel like you speaking English in between speaking your actual like whatever your um your and your language is like that's not an evolution of the language because at the end of the day like you're using english because you don't know those words nah, and eventually you whatever, keep whatever, on learning faster sorry i have no idea what you just said sometimes it's just whatever word could come to me fastest like it's like i'm thinking of a word whichever language it come up faster in i'm gonna say it but then they're like you're not changing the actual language you're not changing the word itself you're not changing the foundational cores of that language is that after oh. does that make sense yeah, yeah yeah okay because i feel like at the end of the day yeah like there's like everybody still knows that like well at least the people that know your language still know like there's still a word for that or like she's not like you're not replacing the word itself or like trying to change the foundational structures of the language when i mean foundational structures i literally mean like rewriting or trying to change things to the alphabet and i bring this up because i've watched youtube videos about people actually like trying to do that and i just think it's so weird because i'm like why are you trying to make up your own word using whatever you heard like just stick to stick to the foundation of course you can't change a language and then just try to make it a th like it just it doesn't work some indigenous cultures and their language does not work the way it works with english like English at this point isn't everybody thing. Like you can make up your own word in English. You can't really do that with certain indigenous cultures and indigenous languages. Good point. Good point. Thank you for the clarification. We're good. Okay. Yeah, we done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That was, that was my last okay. question. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platform. Oh, we can start by first though. Bye.
And a more condensed version of that is we're available on all platforms, including TikTok, TikTok, and TikTok. Um, so I'm done with a splash of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and we have Instagram as well, YouTube. We have On Streets coming out. I feel like at this point when this comes out, it should be like the end of it. But yeah, smooth run. Do y'all side note, side note. Y'all see those random bikes we got like a few days ago? Just like a whole bunch of left on streets. redo that do you want to redo it perhaps <laughs> for volume purposes but you could always adjust it right y'all yeah, but as long as you don't sound like far away far away no nah, it was just far but like it wasn't it sh i shouldn't sound too far okay. y'all what she, it's because she's not looking she she's so focused on her makeup looking perfect she don't see this <laughs> i'm in shock what is on my face at this point like for those listening, Janine and Hamsata are actually doing their makeup on Zoom right now. Oh, wow. We're telling them these things? <laughs> wow, you just going to expose like that? Let them know. You might as well take I'm a screenshot them. and put it on the on black Instagram at this point. No. <laughs> With the mark on my face? Let's be so for real. <laughs> okay, no, y'all, for real, let's go.